Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Signal Fire Radio, a show where a bunch of military veterans and our friends get together to destroy the villainous philosophy of self-doubt by having encouraging conversations designed to feed the mind, strengthen the body, enrich your spirit, and grow your tribe. We also do that while drinking energy drinks now. It's become somewhat of a theme of our show uh, because we are sponsor thirsty, Chris, is how I might... Yes. Is how I might say that. And uh, so we're, we're sporting rain energy drinks today. So if anybody from the rain uh, family of energy drinks wants to get in touch with us and throw us some sponsorship dollars to make this show work, man, we would be open to that, wouldn't we, Chris? Or just a cooler with unlimited energy drinks for us. So Brett Bauer, we're going to call you out. And uh, somebody in town that can make that happen, Don Verity. Ooh, Don, good, yep. good guy. Don, make that happen. We need a rain cooler like you've got in your office. Yeah, Don Don was a guest of the show. I uh, think in yeah. season two, maybe. He's doing great things with Clean Eats and Clean Eats Foundation. And yeah. he took over the Chuck E. Cheese over there on Oleander. He did. And he's turning that into his corporate office and now. And he's also, he's got a new project. I don't know if you've seen this. Um Got a little sneak peek. He bought a bunch of land, and they're getting ready to do the Verity and Verity Farms. Nice. They're going to have a wedding venue and all that. Love that. But, yeah, we need to get him back on. And, uh, everybody's maybe he, everybody's maybe he taking can, my land idea. This, you know, I think he can I, make that cooler happen. Yeah, you were, I, the, you were the first person to buy land. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think I was the first person to buy land. I'm a, tra- <laughs> I'm a trendsetter. I like that. I'm, a tra- I'm starting a new trend, Brandon Pettyjohn, Esquire. being just disgustingly good-looking. PLLC. Well, thank you for saying that. My... um. <laughs> trying on some new personal branding items right now let's hear it you know I, I first i was the guy with the hair yeah. in town you know i had the, I had the long hair and i still have it but yeah, it's yeah. not nearly what it was sure um but for the last two summers i tried doing hot hot boy homeless summer mm-hmm. where i just look like a disheveled grizzly of a man with with that beard and it it is uncomfortable yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm over the beard, but I want to keep the hair, but I like having some level of facial hair. So I went with this little caterpillar crawler above like the it. lip here, a little like mustache. A little, it's a lip jacket. A little lip jacket? Just a little like flavor that? saver. Yeah. I like that. Does it know? feel, does it work on me though? Because I'm still, I'm still, you know, I'm still trying it out. I feel like it looks good on me. The kids didn't run in, in horror, so I feel like I might have something working. Can we get here. rid of the beard? You think? Just yeah, like, take the just beard take down, down. Just a, a big yeah, just yeah. a shot. Yeah, because I uh, when I first and cut a, it, it was like just it was like a shadow, and then it's mm-hmm. kind of grown in a little bit because I'm lazy. Really, that's the only reason why I have facial hair is because I'm super lazy. Well, it grows so well. It, it looks does. Good on it you. does yeah. look good. Do you? Now, go what ahead. you need now? Mustache, clean shave, everything else. You got the hair, and since you know people like to go retro, what if you got one of those retro visors that has like the green? like that you can see through. oh yeah. It, yeah 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 that would be yeah. i am going to be in vegas next week there so that go. would kind of be yeah it would have fit apropos apropos yeah. to where, where it'd staying? be i'm um, staying at the hilton world resort nice being the first time staying there i'm gonna get my craps on i'm gonna get my blackjack on nice. i'm working at convention so i'm gonna have a little bit of fun mix it with some pleasure you just got back from vegas last week right or just yeah, a couple two days of, ago two yeah. days ago yeah how we was got- your how was your experience in las vegas it was good. We stayed at the Westgate. First time I've stayed there. Okay. You know, a little bit of a legendary resort. That's mm-hmm. where where uh, Elvis lived for nine years. Nice. Um, I, you know, I, I've got I've got that face where sometimes good things happen to me, right? And yeah. So I get there. They're like, "Hey, hundred bucks, and we'll upgrade you to a suite." And I was like, "I've spent. I will. I will spend hundred dollars more Deal. stupidly." So yeah. yes. Deal. So we had a nice suite. It was really cool. But I left on Thursday, middle of a hurricane. Right. Hurricane dissipated. It's just rain, you know. Get to Vegas. They had torrential downpours, flash flooding, and sinkholes everywhere. 
I was like, what? In What's the, going on? Yeah. What's I know, going I just on? couldn't get away from it. We have fires in Maui and in Greece. We have yep. flash flooding at Burning Man and in Dude, Nevada. the Burning Man I stuff mean, is crazy. That's wild. That's wild. That's wild. You know, and speaking of Maui, I know we talked about it, but um, I love, I love, this is random, sorry. Um, I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Yeah, huge. But did you see the video of With him, him and Oprah? And Oprah? Uh, it was so cringy, man. A billionaire and a, and a hundred millionaire asking for donations. I know. Just, I know. why don't you just give up some of your money? Is The Rock a billionaire yet? He's at least a hundred millionaire. hundred percent. Oh, yeah, I mean, he was like the top grossing actor for a number yeah. of years. I bet he's worth half a billion. You think so? I would, I would yeah. assume. Well, I, th- I think his tequila brand was like the mm-hmm. fastest growing alcohol. I mean, the guy, the guy is golden. It's funny. You see a lot of these actors, and this definitely isn't one of our topics of conversation today, but it will tie in a little bit later. You see actors like Ryan Reynolds and The Rock. And Hugh Jackman and all these guys are are profiting off their personal brand that they yep. built as actors and mm-hmm. creating all these additional revenue centers for themselves. Like Ryan Reynolds and um, the, and uh, the guy from uh, the other oh, uh, yeah. Dennis, not Dennis, not Glenn Howerton, um, Mac it's from Matt, uh, uh, It's Always Sunny. McElhaney. Yeah, yeah, Rob yeah, McElhaney. Yeah, Mac- yeah, Rob McElhaney. They, they, own a, a, they own a soccer, soccer team, team now. And like and Rob they won. And he owns Mint Mobile, too. Yeah, Mint Mobile. So like what a great, what a great uh like uh ability to support like you build a personal brand through the thing that you do and then you become known for that thing mm-hmm. whether it's lawyering or whatever schlupping around it is that i do Look at, and it, then being able to leverage that into additional business opportunities absolutely. to make money elsewhere in and, places you might not have thought you were going to when you first set out on that path and i feel like that's a good lesson for a lot of people too and we've talked about this concept before where it's like build your personal brand don't build up the brand of whatever umbrella you're under, right? So, like when you were when you're doing insurance, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, do I brand myself or do I brand you know uh, the company Sierra I'm working Foxtrot, for? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sierra so, Foxtrot, that's good code gotcha, name. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so it's like, and, and I feel like actors traditionally we saw like that, like hit it, hit it, hit it, and then they spent all their money, and then all the movies dried up, right, right. right. And so, like, it's smart for these new actors or you know the this new generation where. They are building that personal brand, and it's a good lesson for for us lesser peasants as yes. well. You know, the hey, plebs. yeah, don't just like if you if you got your hand in something, you're a little bit of entrepreneurship. Maybe you bought a franchise. Yeah, brand yourself as much as possible under the umbrella of the franchise. Don't don't brand the franchise because that could go away. You're yeah. going to be here. Yeah, I I very specifically built my own personal brand because I was like, man, there's billions of dollars that move over to branding the company. Right. You know, I'm not going to afford a Super Bowl commercial or or to be able to have this hired paid spokesperson, but I can be my own paid spokesperson. I can leverage that and I can yep. build up who Rob Renz is with, within a community. And that has led to so many different opportunities. That's such a, that's such a great point. Yeah. And, and, you know, especially with my, my brand, like on social media, um, is very open, honest. I'm, I'm me. I'm trying to be authentic. And people have literally hired me because of that reason. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, I always tell people, there's a thousand attorneys in town, in this town, a thousand people in the bar. They could, a client could go pick any one of them and we could do the same quality of work, the same job, maybe different results. But at the end of the day, they got to like you. And so if you build a good personal brand, you're likable then people are going to come to you because of that reason, and then the business will follow. Social media is such a great place to do that, too. Mm-hmm. To just and, and I like the way that it's, uh, 
it allows you to just put who you are out there. Like, there's no real rules around it. You know, like, sometimes I feel myself, like, responding to a comment in a way that I would talk to one of the boys. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, should I do this? Because there might be people looking at it and be like, well, that's not very professional. You know, I, I never throw out F-bombs or anything crazy like that. But at minimum, you know, I might respond back with some slang or vernacular um, that I would use in a regular conversation. And every time I go, maybe you should think twice about putting this like somebody might watch it. I'm like, nah, I'm just going to say it exactly as I want to say it. Don't give a shit. Yeah, don't care. I don't care what you think. What about you, Chris? What about you, you, Chris? What do you think? I like how we both we're sandwiching Chris right now. (laughs) Um, So being authentic is one thing. I, you know. Uh, we all know that Brandon's very authentic. He's the best. I mean, you know. And Although today he did put something up that made us believe that he had lost the beard. We did. Only I to mean, walk uh, in. Yeah. To so go, that was your guys' fault because not only in the caption did I say throwback, it also said on all, this day, look, 2021. Didn't it's read all me. that. I saw, yeah, I saw no, Brandon no. with a fresh face and I was like, They man. care enough to make fun, but not enough <laughs> to support. I don't know. That was stupid. But no, I mean, so just I'm a. I'm gonna put Brandon on a pedestal for a minute. For a minute, you know he he is he a needs some of that. he's on social media. He's a chameleon. I mean, he changes. I mean, he does his lawyer stuff. He's doing his personal stuff. He's got his jujitsu, um, and then and then you know what? And then there's always that little sprinkle of family on top of it, and it works. Um, and I think that's part of the the you know making it personal. Yeah. I mean, you know, you could sit up there and wear a cowboy hat and you know call yourself Turd Ferguson if you want to, but that's not who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you, Turd Ferguson? Who, who yeah. are, <laughs> Who are you without the cowboy hat on? You know, it's a great it's a great point because uh, I think maybe in previous iterations of the way that people like us would try to try to build themselves up um, in terms of their personal brand, it was always very one dimensional. It was mm-hmm. like I am a lawyer mm-hmm. and I am put together, and this is why you should hire me. But now it's like. People don't really respond to that nearly as much as they do the joke stuff that you put up or right. just the you having fun or the family or the you're building community in different within like on different within real like different real estate, different social media real estate, but within different lanes of content where it's like mm-hmm. you're bringing new people to you. Has anybody that started following you off of a jujitsu post, for example, hired you as an attorney? Um. I want to say yes, but I can't pinpoint a certain person. Yeah. Um, but yesterday had a consultation with a woman who, um, you know, a, a lot of times people ask like, you know, hey, you're a smaller firm. You're a one-man operation. Like, how do you feel about going against this bigger firm? My answer is always I don't give a shit mm-hmm. because I am pretty confident in the quality of my work. And the, honestly, the biggest difference between a small firm and a big firm is just the amount of people you're paying. <laughs> and so – um, but she was like, yeah, no, I saw your IG. Uh, I can tell like you're, you don't really give a shit. So, and that's why I like you. And that's why I'm going to hire you. <laughs> and she paid me and it was, it was like, it was cool. It reaffirmed, you know, that it, it's not for everybody. Um, you know, my content, but you know, Hey, if you can't have fun and smile and laugh, then I don't want you around me. Right. <laughs> I don't want you as a client. I right. mean, honestly, you know, it, it's one of those things. Like if, if you're going to be a pain in the ass for me and have zero, you know, like just understanding that I'm a person as well. Uh, I don't, I really don't 
I don't need the business that bad. How do you balance that, man? Like not taking yourself too seriously, which is one of the qualities that I really love and admire about you. You're so sweet. You but guys then, are just really pumping me just, up. Just man, like well, you're in the suit and tie today. <laughs> you know, it's like I just feel like I need to uh, sprinkle a little bit of extra love onto you. But not taking yourself too seriously, but then doing a kick-ass job when it's time to like strap up and like do work. Yeah, um, it it's it's taken. You know, like everyone posts the good stuff. You know, that's right. all we ever do is post the the positive stuff. And so, yeah, you know, everyone's taken some L's and made some mistakes and and stuff like that. But um, really, that was just like a, a journey with my mental health throughout the years. Um, and I was fortunate enough to where, like, after I got out of the Marine Corps, you know, I, I went to college for four years and went to law school. And I was able to, like, work during that time as well and kind of figure out. Um, I feel like, you know, I'm 11 or 12 years post Marine Corps right now. And I feel like I'm, I've finally been in a place in the past, like 24 months where I'm like feeling pretty good. And and, then that's been a huge part of it. Knowing that like, you know, just like, Hey, you know, get, get in all the, all the interior and exterior noise, all that shit, you know, as soon as you are able to take control of that, then you can kind of figure out how you want to navigate everything else. And I feel like that's been, you know, there's that journey for me. Um, you know, everyone, experiences a transition whether it's you know from the military law enforcement all that you know you kind of lose a little bit of your identity and mm-hmm. so re-establishing that and kind of using social media as a platform was super super helpful for yeah me. you think it, it was like part of the healing journey so in some I, think, respects? I think that was a little bit i think um jujitsu has been a huge piece of that um uh you know just like honestly um when I worked for my first firm, I didn't really like, it was a weird situation. Like I didn't work for them, but I did. Um, and so like finding like myself and like being a business owner and going through the first couple of years of that, I don't know, just feel very fortunate in a good spot right now. In a good spot. I love that. You say like 12 to 13 years removed. Um, <clears throat> October 7th of this year. So what is it? Uh, 23. It's September 6th right now. Yeah, so like 30 or so days from now, mm-hmm. it will be 20 years to the day that I stepped on the yellow footprints at Paris Island. That's wild. That's crazy That's to wild. me. That's crazy to me that 20 years has gone by like that. But that also, had I stayed in, I'd only right now be getting to the point where I'd be like able to retire fully. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me that two decades have just gone by like that. Yeah, no, it's— I don't know how to feel about that. It's, I'm feeling older. I know. Feel very old, a little wiser. Yeah, <laughs> said the only guy that's over forty. I don't yeah. feel old, right? You know, I don't right. feel old. Well, I mean, like, when you walk, just away, feel when you leave, whether you know, time is whether you do your time and walk away, retire, whatever it is. Two things is the first part is one of the things that I told my guys, my young guys, long, long time ago. Find something. This is not your identity. Mm. Putting on that uniform is not your identity. You've got to have something outside, whether it's jujitsu or, um, you know, I. I I love to shoot just as much as the next guy, but don't make that your own, mm-hmm. your identity is going out and shooting. I'm a tactical Terry for the rest of my life. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those guys but, do crack me up. You know, but finally, we know some of them. We know They've been them. on the show, yeah. but we love them nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get text messages. What are you talking about me? You talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> but finding something to do outside. Yeah. Um, and then the, the second part of that is when you walk away, hang it up. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, guys, I mean, I don't know about, I mean, statistic wise, for guys getting out of the military, guys that stay in law enforcement for a full career and they retire out, um, that the, 
most there's the high statistical average of them dying within ten years of retiring. Mm. You know, what I noticed too about. What's I think I think it's more prevalent in LEO community than it is military, but maybe maybe not. Maybe I'm maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but I noticed that LEO wives make being an LEO wife they're a, like a big part of their personality. Man, <laughs> really? Let me, let me tell you something. I don't flag. see. I, I, was at, look, call, I, I didn't listen, run. In, I didn't on. run with a lot within a lot of cop circles, I man. Was, so I, I don't. Listen, I don't. I, this listen, is all no, new no, information no, 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 to on, me. Hang on. Give me the real deal. Hang on. Wait a minute. Show first, me the seedy first, underbelly. First off, I don't know how many times when I was a young police officer in a in a town that was near a military base that I would stop a car and I'd stop a female and she would say. Do you know who my husband is? Oh, really? And I said, ma'am, quite frankly, I don't care. Let me see your license and registration. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Was she referring to somebody that was stationed on Campus June yes, or something with your... Yeah, no, Campus June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Although I did stop one of my uh, higher superiors. Did you come once. across any badge bunnies over, you know, that law enforcement career? Um, I have a great friend who's retired, and the statute of limitations is not um, extended itself. So that's, that's going to be the answer. And great that's, not answer. That's what, that's what he would Brandon's say. Brandon's been so. training you on the, on the, on the lawyer go. answers there right there. Can neither confirm nor deny. I love it. I love it. Uh, I do want to – okay, so then off the mic then maybe you can tell me a little bit more about this uh, allegation that Brandon is making regarding regarding cop wives. Yes, we'll talk about that. There, but no, I mean, Facebook I know, it's all good. Hang on. Hang on. Good. You know what? Yeah, yeah, One of the of things that – you know, I was I was married a lot of my law enforcement career, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I never did, and I would never let her do, is no. But we ne- none of us had blue line flags on our cars. Don't mm-hmm. fly that. It's drawing some attention to it, yourself it draw, too. Draw, yeah. You know, hey, you know the one. There's the red line ones, and they they can do that. You know, yeah. I mean, if you want to be targets. if you want to be if you want to be liked in a civil service profession, be a fireman. If you want to be hated, strat a blue on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't want her to do it, but also, I mean, I was also in positions doing undercover narcotics, was a SWAT team and stuff like that. So I didn't want that extra attention brought right, to me. Right. So, um, but yeah, there are some that are like over the, my husband's a detective. The other cop wives mm-hmm. don't like that. No, they don't. <laughs> no, not at all. No, no. So That's... there's ranks even within the hierarchy. So it's very similar to the military. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My husband's a pilot. Yeah. We are a staff sergeant. Now. Yeah. We... <laughs> <laughs> can only think of that TikTok. He's a marine. That and yeah, you got that gunny standing. He's loyal. Yeah. Oh my. Who, Honor, courage, who thinks commitment. that's a good idea? Who's like, I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna edit it hey. and then I'm gonna post it. It must have been good. It must have been good. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only reason. He he looked like he was standing there, uh, just going along with it. Like, yes, honey, whatever it is that you yeah, want, I'm gonna yeah. stand here at parade rest and do this thing. Maybe for he you. was just trying to get kicked out. Yeah, maybe. TK asked us if we want, uh, and I think probably two weeks from now, like we'll get the we'll be able to do reaction videos in here. Yes. So maybe we just go Sweet. through TikTok and we look it. for bad military TikToks. I love it, and then we respond to it. Yes. All right, TK, there you go. We've got our marching orders on that. Let's go. Um, which, by the way, TK, I've never heard you refer to yourself as the Mighty Teak, but I really like that nickname for you, like Mighty Teak or Big Teak. I think. Can that's- we also get? Like a like an engineer's mic over there for him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like so we that. can talk to Jamie in yeah, the broadcast. Yeah. Jamo, yeah, pull yeah. It up. we're building a new studio. I'm super pumped about it. It's gonna have all that high end, cool Where? stuff. Where? When? How? Uh, it's right behind Greenfield Lake Amphitheater. Oh. It's a little closer to downtown, walking distance from like Harp, yeah. um, nice. Mariposa yeah. Satellite stuff like that. You're building yeah. like building, building? It, building it inside of a big Got warehouse, it. huge it. warehouse. Yes, yeah, so we're building something custom. So more yeah. to come, more to I'm come excited. on that front. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, all right, let's uh, let's pull a little bit longer on a thread, Brandon and Chris, that we've talked about um, throughout this season, and that is the usefulness of veterans, mm. and uh, especially when it comes to crisis mitigation. So mm. this is what's triggering this thought right now. So Bud Light had a big issue not too long ago. I don't care where you stand with it. That's not the point. Um, the point of this is, is that over the weekend, over Labor Day weekend, was spending some time uh, with my in-laws out in Southern Pines. Great weekend. We we rode over to uh, my father-in-law. We rode over, picked up some groceries, and a Bud Light radio commercial came on. Mm. And it was the Folds of Honor. Mm. And it felt very pitchy to me to be like, hey, forget the thing that we did that a lot of you didn't like. And please remember us for the things that we did do that you did like. And it was like, for 13 years, we've supported Folds of Honor. Right. And it was like somebody in marketing was like, hey, we're bleeding revenue. Because that is real. That's mm -hmm. factual. Is that enough people felt strongly about some of Bud Light's decisions that they are going from the number one most distributed light beer to like they're losing market share and they're losing revenue like crazy. Right. So somebody in marketing was like, guys, we got to fix this. Let's crank up the veteran machine. So are we back to being useful tools again to sell more beer now? Not mm -hmm. necessarily to get policies passed or anything along those lines. It just continues to show itself over and over and over again to me that they're like, we got, we got to get veterans to buy beer now. Like, what should we do? The folds of honor. That's what we'll do. Am I off base? No, not at all. Like I said, I think, you know, the, I, I fully believe that Toby Keith is a part of the military industrial complex mm. and that he's just waiting for another war to pop Listen, off. Listen, man, he's already writing lyrics about Ukraine right, right now and Russia right. and World War Three and whatever. It's coming. We're going to get a Toby Keith banger and all of a sudden Halliburton's <laughs> going to win a $2 trillion contract. <laughs> no, yeah, we, um, yeah, you know, so marketing professionals did a really good job over the past 50 years you know, and this isn't backed by any data, but from my perspective, I think that marketing professionals have done a really good job over the past 50 or so years to uh, paint corporations in a light that they are inherently good and or bad. And so they they try to use like, oh, we support Folds of Honor because it's what we want to do. You know, like they're they're trying to build this persona that that they that this this faceless money machine is somehow, um, you know, uh, cares right or or they care about something. Well, in reality, they support these nonprofits because uh, it's there's tax incentives to do it, yeah. and just the same thing. I always I always mash the no if you want to round up for St. Jude because I could. I will donate myself. I'm not going to give you the credit. Yeah. You know, I'm going to give you the money and you're going to donate it and write yeah, it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so 100%, they, corporations and the people who run them are, you know, they're, I just got done watching Painkiller on Netflix. Is Have you guys good? seen that? Very no, good. I haven't. It's about Purdue Pharma and OxyContin and how okay. they lied and, and marketed it improperly. So this is a great conversation. No, for me. you're all, telling me that yeah. Big Pharma right? might make some obscure overtures about yeah. the things that yeah. they're trying to push and pedal. Yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? No, but yeah, so like, you know, so so we get these commercials where they're like, hey, we're back, you know, we're 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 still supporting the little guy. You know, it's bullshit. No, you're you're selling poison to people and mm -hmm. you're marketing it as, you know, that that if you're a good person, you'll buy our poison. Um, yeah, we are used and abused, but so is the rest of the United States. And 
I'm very much of, you know, uh, I'm a capitalist, you know, hey, make your money, do what you want, but um, people should just at least know that they're full shit. It feels like the the plebes again, the just the the normal folks were we're getting a little bit more aware of that cynical ploy to part us from our money. At least the the circles that I run in. Are you sensing the same thing? You sense yeah, the same thing? yeah, I, I am. I am. You, you see it going back to talking about Bud Light and some of these other larger businesses that lost money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we are we are way more aware now that you know, hey, look, they're trying to get us back. You know, there was a um, a picture of Kid Rock floating around holding Bud Light. Right. And set up the 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 like a recent picture. It, I think it was an old picture. Yeah. I think he well, actually, he blasted it with his AR. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. no, there was that, but no, this was yeah, like Kid this Rock came is out a like cultural a cultural icon of ours, isn't he? <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, and it says the, the president of the boycott said it's over or something like. That. And they were, I mean, they were trying to run that. Yeah. Um, that I, came straight I, from the from the Bud Light it, Twitter page, I, I, or I X think, page, right? I think it was we're all good guys. I think it was an old picture from years. ago. Yeah, it had to have been. So, but he's holding a big old tall boy. Kid Rock, Kid Rock doesn't strike me as the kind of person to like forgive and forget very nah, quickly. You know, nah, I think he's I the don't... kind of guy that might hold a little bit of a grudge. Yeah, he is sure. the bull god after all. He is. Um, yeah, you know, it. I'm I'm inherently a pessimist because I'm an attorney. I because I have to look at yeah. both sides. I yeah. can't just be like, oh, this is rosy. You know, people get people sometimes. I have to like explain to them in a consultation. Where I'm like giving them the other side, you know, the devil's advocate side. I'm like, I have to look at both sides. And so I always look at both sides of a situation like that. And I think that more people are becoming a little bit more of a pessimist when it comes to corporations and stuff like that. Because they're just printing money while everyone else is kind of, you know, sitting back trying to just make it. Yeah. Are you finding, are you finding, Brandon, that you're being more critical when you're making buying decisions based off of what it is that you're buying and who you're buying it from, I guess? No, I wish. Yeah. I wish I was. Um yeah, I'm still very much, you know, it's like, you know, I, I talk, I talk out one side of my mouth and the other side, I'm like, I love Amazon. Right. I do everything I can. Right, right. Know, everything, I order everything it's I so can. It's so convenient. convenient. Yeah. Know. No, but I've started buying, um, I've started buying some stuff now that, you know, I'm, you know, in a place financially in my life where I can spend a little bit more money on mm-hmm. stuff. And so like, I started buying like Make Origin. Yacht purchases. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff. It's yeah. like Origin, like, you know, like, so they're, uh, you know, Jocko's company. They make all their clothes in the United States, and so like I started buying stuff from them. Like, yeah, they, like their jeans are stupid expensive, but it's like, I mean, it's a it's a U.S. company, right? Veteran ran. They're built like, for thickums, like you. yeah. If I got to buy some jeans, I can either pay one hundred and twenty five dollars at Lucky or one hundred and seventy five dollars from Jocko. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give him the extra fifty bucks. Yeah, Jocko's Jocko's not doing too well. We got to make sure that we're still yeah 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 yeah. yeah that fifty five thousand no. dollar an mm-hmm. hour speaking fee only yeah, goes he so needs far. Us. Yeah. He needs us to talk about extreme ownership. Extreme ownership. And I'm still of the uh, opinion that special operations aren't the only veterans out there. So no, no, get off your freaking high horse. Have you ever? No, there's. We need to support more Navy SEALs. <laughs> We need more Navy SEALs. We need more books. Yeah. We need more books. Need more Navy SEALs on my feed telling me to get up at 4.05 a.m. and go for a 42-mile run and then start a side hustle and then sell the side hustle by 11.30 a.m. and make $100,000 off of it. Are you are you more cynical or more judgy, I guess, maybe with your buying decisions, Chris? Only my beer. Only your beer? Absolutely. Yeah, are you like a microbrew guy? I, I am. Yeah, local beer, I try craft to, I, brew. Yeah, I like try to keep it in North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. But every now and again, I like a, a good big brand, the good Modelo. Yeah. Which is actually, they've taken their number one in beer sales for domesticated beers right now. Modelo is? Who yeah. owns Modelo? Still, I don't, I don't still know. yeah. See, that's the thing that you, and like Johnson & Johnson and 
uh, Procter and Gamble, like three huge companies own the majority of every single brand. And so that that makes me like really get choosy about where it is that I'm buying stuff because it's it's it just seems that, uh, you know, the only way that we really have to protest any longer is with our wallet. Right. So we still have buying power. Um, but all of these companies more and more and more, we talked about in the last episode with the Palm thing, or before that it was debit cards. There's just like this hyper push to separate us from our money. Mm. And financially Americans are in the worst position that they've ever been in, you know, like, are we, uh, well, I mean, from like a, from a data standpoint, like there's more people in the country now that could not afford a $500 emergency to cover a $500 emergency than ever before. So our maybe it's our financial discipline mm. um, has has gotten to a point where you know we're not on top of it nearly as much anymore, which is going to create a a bigger problem down the road. Social Security's running out; like there's not going to be there's not going to be public retirement funding for a wide majority of people. So if you can't cover five hundred dollar emergency expenses, like how are you planning for your retirement outside of what's going to be given to you from your contribution to Social Security? So I see some of these like societal issues in the moment that we're in right now is like, okay, we can start making some real hard decisions about where we spend our money, how disciplined we are financially, um, and and take some of that power back from these corporations who are just consolidating and then marketing heavier and advertising more in ways that are so obviously cynical mm -hmm. like you put it like like pandering pand yeah, yeah like okay like i'm not gonna go bud light go buy bud light now one because i don't drink anymore and i definitely don't drink light beer anymore but i'm not gonna go buy it just because all of a sudden you're you're back to folds of honor again you know it's like oh we support mm -hmm. veterans again like i'm done i can see all through your bullshit like yeah. i'm over it I'm over it. Although I, you know, again, I, I, being the devil's advocate, um, a friend of ours messaged me a couple weeks ago. I made a post about, um, you know, like saying something like, "Hey, the Starbucks person knows who I am." Like, mm -hmm. I, 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 you, I go to Starbucks way too often, yeah. apparently. And um, basically, he replied to my story and was like, "Yeah, just you know, support local and 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 they sell fake food and all this stuff." And my response back was, you know. Eh, it's coffee. It's five bucks. Um, you know, if there was a local one out here, I would do that. Right. But in Leland, there's two options. I don't like, uh, just personal preference. I don't like Port City Java. Yeah. Um, and Starbucks and Dunkin' are the only other two. And and then I also said, but also, um, life's too short to be mad at everybody about everything. Right. That's um, a good point. That's like when people a couple years ago about Chick-fil-A, you know, the gays hated it, and then the Christians hated it. Yeah. And I was like, cool, make the lines a little bit le less long. Yeah. Because um, at the end of the day, you know, it's like, hey, yeah, you know, I, I can boycott a product, but I am just one small piece, and you're never going to get everybody to do it. Um, so, That's yeah. a great video that you just gave me a concept on. Like, pick XYZ thing. And all of these people left side of the aisle are pissed off and picketing it. And all these people on the right side are pissed off and picketing it. And then somebody like you is just walking right down the <laughs> middle of them, no line at all whatsoever, uh, right? Yep. Just showing up and getting your thing and paying and happily leaving. Yeah, That's absolutely. a really good point, yeah. Yeah, so it's we're in a weird spot, <laughs> I think, as a society where we, where we just, like, we put so much value on things. And then we try to moralize those things, either, you know, for our side or 
or against you know the other side when in reality it's like hey why don't you just like take care of your family take care of your local people and and just not worry about the broad national problems because you know most people most people you poll who are really into politics probably can't tell you who their who their city council person is mm-hmm. for their district they can't tell you who their state senator is who their state the re- state representative is and that's where that's where shit has to has to change has to change on the lower level first and then you know uh, candidly from the federal level we're pretty screwed yeah i mean yeah we're trillions of dollars in debt 33 yeah, trillion we, you know our, our our representatives can't pass a single piece of meaningful legislation without you know lobbyists dumping hundreds of millions of dollars into it yeah. including the pact act yeah you know um so it's like you know just why don't you go to the local level where you can go to a town hall have your voice heard and potentially make change there instead of you know trying to it, you just get like you get overloaded too you know if if people people who are on like X all day or Twitter, yeah, you can you can spend your whole life just pissed off. Oh, dude, just just recently, and this so Chris and I were talking about this, Brandon. While well before you before you got here, it's like I took off I took off all the overstimulating social media apps because mm. I was spending so much time on it. Like yeah. mine was Instagram, right? I would I would, you know because I'm 38, so I would see the TikToks that people posted two weeks ago sure. on Instagram. I was wondering like why every Signal other... Fire hadn't accepted my uh, collaboration invite. Oh, dude, that's well, man, wow, that's that's not on me. We hire people for that, oh, so that's on yeah, we're gonna have a conversation about <laughs> that because. Because it does, it's because business still needs to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, transactions still need to be happening on social media mm-hmm. in order for me to grow my business. Yep. Um, but I was getting lost in it. Mm-hmm. Like, I found I was spending so much time when I should have been doing things that benefited me more, like reading a book or working in the yard or going and exercising. It was mm-hmm. like I was just getting lost in this labyrinth of social media and that was adding to my level of stress and anxiety too as well cuz then you're like what's happening like i need right. to be keeping up with all of these things and it was like forget that i'm taking all these off of here chris this is actually your intervention for instagram yeah <laughs> chris sends me like 6:30 stuff. in the morning i'm got like 18 memes from him already i'm like oh uh, chris is pooping <laughs> the meme the meme sharing the meme sharing though for real like oh, yeah. that's that's there's high quality meme in meaning Absolutely. in there i save them up for like six or seven hours, and yeah. I'll go like, then I'll go on to the bathroom, and I'm like, just like cracking yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. You'll just get a hundred hearts from me all of a sudden. Like, yeah, yeah. Renz is pooping. Um, but like, I had to remove it, and then you know, Chris, you were talking about like in the in the course of your move now, like you don't have things like internet and some mm. of the some of the things that we have decided are absolutely necessary for modern life. Mm-hmm. You don't need any of that stuff at all. I live in a trailer right now we don't even have running water like i have to fill it up from a hose off of the well and we're happier now i think as a family that we've ever been especially when we remove those distractions from Mm. us and like grow our own food and tend to our chickens and have game nights and crap like that like is that where it's gonna is that where it's slotting back to it is um last night i was sitting there it was quiet no tv Mm. No internet, no, no nothing. It's minimal cell signal out there. I sit there in the chair and just looked outside. What'd you think about? It was quiet. Yeah. I didn't think of nothing. Yeah. I just sat there and just, just disappeared off. Yeah. Um, but it was so quiet. I didn't hear no cars going by. There's no streetlights. It's dark out. Yeah. I was waiting to see like some big critter like jump up on the back porch. 
And then I wish I like was a gnarly like, raccoon or something. Yeah, something. Just, yeah. yeah. Get up there and start dancing. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to do like an invisible fence for Jay or? No, he doesn't run off. Yeah, that's true. I just didn't know if he saw something, if he would take off through the Um. Well, the neighbors got dogs. I saw him let dogs out and they were in their fenced in. And I was waiting to see if he would like run towards the fence and he didn't. Yeah, I'm amazed at like how our critters know their boundaries. Cause like it's just a tree line mm-hmm. that separates our property from our neighbors and the chickens don't wander past it. Yeah. The dogs will chase a deer or something if we have one, <clears throat> but they always come back. Um they just kind of know where they're supposed to be. Give them a little bit of freedom and they're like, Oh, this is my this is my territory. I'll stay sure. here. I might wander every once in a while, but I'll come back to it. I I, yeah. you, I think you have to you have to have that, Chris. Like it, and you know we have to be. I think there's for people like us and the listeners of our show. It's like you want to be engaged, you want to be ambitious, you want to pursue some of these things, you know. And social media or digital media, all that stuff is a necessary tool. Um, but but more and more we're finding <clears throat> with the elder millennials, I think my peer group that. Um, like moderation is absolutely necessary and disciplining yourself around it and then being able to just sit in the quiet and and unplug yourself from that, which is a, can be a hard thing to do because you're really rewiring yourself when you're really engaging with yeah. it. Like if you watched um, social networks, like those mm-hmm. some of those documentaries that really shows the brain science behind sure. what's happening – it's That's, easier for people in our age range, you know, especially because we have self-discipline. We do things to discipline ourselves. But right. for the younger generations, man, that's going to get harder and harder and harder, mm-hmm. especially if, like, that's their thing, if that's the only thing that they have to do. Yeah, it's it's super important to have something that you can set aside your time each day where you're not just glued to a device. Yeah. You know, like, for me, that's jujitsu. Like, for an hour and a half to two hours a day, I don't have – I don't, I don't – worry about texts, I don't worry about calls, I don't worry about emails, I don't worry about notifications, and, you know, and I'm doing something physical for me, but even if it's just, like, at night, sitting on the porch reading a book, or just drinking a cup of coffee in the morning, you know, whatever it is, like, just not connected, it it does help. You reading any good books right now? No. Um, (laughs) I am not. (laughs) No, certainly am not. I just got done, well, actually, so I just picked it back up, Um, I, I put it down for a little bit, but, um, with the old breed, um, from, uh, sledgehammer mm. from, the guy from, uh, the Pacific is what the Pacific was based off. Okay. Of, okay. With the old breed, at Pele Lou and something. And then I've also got helmet for my pillow by Robert Leckie. Nice. So, two Pacific theater guys that wrote about their experiences. Very yeah. good. Very good books. I'm reading the old lion right now, which is, uh, kind of a, uh, Jeff Shahara is the writer. It's about Teddy Roosevelt. And you want to talk about like a larger than life figure mm. like that dude is incredible. I try to do like a, a a historical sort of book mixed in with like a business strategy book. So I'm doing Blue Ocean Strategy again for the fifth year in a row. So I'm mixing those two together. So hearing about people like a Teddy Roosevelt who had big ideas and big visions and huge challenges to deal with, but was just like, I'm just going to put my head down and I'm just going to fight my way through this and work my way through it and be persistent over several decades to somebody like me, it's like really encouraging to go, all right, like you're in the middle of something thick right now, but just keep going and keep Mm -hmm. going and keep showing up and keep doing the things. And eventually 
you'll break through to a point where you're like, I, all of that is in the is in the rearview mirror now, and I've just got this huge windshield of life and adventure and opportunity ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Just a nice little reminder every once in a while. What about you, Bradley? You read anything good? Um, I have a book sitting there for me to start reading once I finish my move. Um, and uh, Branded Hero, uh, Doggin's second book. Yeah. Yeah, I want to read it. Yeah. I listened to the first one. You like you some Goggins because he's an ultra marathoner, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gra- he grabs you and tells you exactly what you need to hear. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got a second book. Um, the first one I listened to, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, on the road a lot, made it easy. Uh, but yeah, this one I'm gonna sit down. And yeah, I like audiobooks. More I'm traveling now, the more I've got to like have somebody read in my ear. Otherwise, I will just waste time on social media. Again. That's how I am. And yeah. actually, I just I just looked pulled up my mm-hmm. my um, what is this Audible? Uh, I'm gonna read. I got it bought already. Life by Keith Richards. I heard it's really good. Is it? His Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones. Yeah, dude, I bet you. TK, have you read that one? Not yet. Hers good. Her we'll good give things. TK an audible credit. Got you. And he'll read it. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. All that I got plenty stuff. of audible credits. Didn't so. uh, didn't the Stones just no Stones didn't come out with a new album? Didn't I see that? TK. Somebody just came out. Some uh, some old school rock group just came out with a new album after like 19 years of not producing one. I feel like it was the Rolling Stones, but might have been. Maybe we'll have Google fact check us. Yeah, someone will. Brandon, Port City Attorney, thanks for being here today, man. Thanks for having. Thanks for showing up and always Wait, being an inspiration. I'm a co-host. We yeah, you're a co-host. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I did. Oh, I forgot to do the co-host. <laughs> now it's so routine. Now it's so routine. Like, Everyone knows yeah. who we yeah. are. Last week it was weird because Matt was back in the I room him. and it was like I, I know. I know. I know. His musk, his smell. Um, Brandon, you are the Port City Attorney. If anybody needs to get in touch with you, they need to consult on some legal matters. Where should they reach out to you? 910-910-9010. Yep. You got it's, a problem? Yo, I'll solve it. It's better when you have the cowboy hat on yeah, yeah, and you say right, the number. Right. But, you know, this is a professional attorney right here. My man is in is in yep. rocking a paisley tie and a blue Oxford shirt. I got to be, uh, I got a hearing in about 45 minutes. Can you so. discuss the details? Is it interesting? Uh, it is interesting, okay. but I can't discuss okay. the details. All right. It'd be cool if I could. Yeah. Be a lot cooler if you did. Be a lot cooler if you did. My wife told me, um, everybody that's going to be watching or listening to this is going to call bullshit on it, but she's done it two times. She said, after I cut the beard off, she said, I have Matthew McConaughey's face with Bradley Cooper's hair. And I All right. almost died of a heart attack. I mean, yeah. those, those two people are mm-hmm. who I think about. Two most when, handsome. Yeah. yeah. Like, I fall asleep at night thinking about McConaughey and Bradley Cooper. Yeah, if you threw Chris Pratt in there, too, I got a little man crush on Chris Pratt. It's his personality, right? Yeah, yeah. He's just, like, so sweet, and mm-hmm. you just want to hug him all the time. Yeah. And, and he is handsome. Good. He's a good-looking guy. A good but looking have guy. you seen the younger, like, headshots of Chris Pratt? Like, when he had the the beach blonde, wavy, curly oh, tips no. and stuff? I'll send you one. Ooh. Oh, he's hot, hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was real good-looking. Hot boy summer. Hot boy summer. Chris Bradley, you are, you, we gotta, you are the Cape Fear investigator. There you go. Well, the Cape Fear investigator, the best T- of the best. TBD. TBD? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Maybe a rebrand. Oh, a little rebrand. I'm thinking Maybe. about doing a little rebrand too with the mustache, but also <laughs> yeah. some new logos and stuff. It's Absolutely. time to freshen it up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I'm going to start marketing directly to veterans. All right. Sweet. Well, you haven't done that already. So, so this, I got a closing question okay. for folks based on our conversation today and what we just said. All right. If you are a business professional or even just someone that just wants to change it up, at what point? Do you think you should start dropping little hints about a rebrand? Mm. Should you should you lead up to it or should you just do it? Go cold turkey. That's a great yeah. Question. What, do you, what do you guys think? Do you think go cold turkey? Just do it. One day you're just a different brand, or do you do you tease it out? Okay, that's a great question. Because really, there's there's two schools of thoughts on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd yeah. like to, I'd like to see how people 
who have done that. Yep. You know, how, how you navigate it, if you wish you would have done it the other way. Emil, clip this for us, and we'll, we'll put it together for <laughs> social media, and we'll send, we'll send that out on a reel for, like the, it. for the Port City attorney to post on his TikTok. All right, Chris, maybe not the Cape Fear investigator anymore. Maybe somebody else. For now he is. If somebody wants to get in touch with you, where should they go? Um, call 910-762-4374 or capefearinvestigator.com. Love it. Love it, love it. And I'm Rob Renz. I'm your co-host. LinkedIn? One of three co-hosts. Yeah, hit me up on LinkedIn. Rob Renz on LinkedIn. I took Instagram off my phone, so you won't be able to get in touch with me. But, oh, we did, and I'm going to preview a preview it probably next week for you guys because we're putting the finishing touches on. But we have completed our first mini documentary for Task Force Dagger. About 32 minutes in runtime. I watched it yesterday. My wife was weeping at points of it. And I don't know if she's just doing that because she wants to support me or if it was actually a good piece of media. That's but cool. I'll share it with you guys. Please do. Um, so, yeah, if you uh, need video production, you need social media content, you want to start your own podcast, get in touch with me at rob at signalfire.media. And we'd be more than, more than happy to chat that uh, through with you. Well, see speaking, of, speaking of dropping hints, so mm-hmm. when is this? When is this construction going to be done? Construction going to be done? Uh, probably around October 1st. Somewhere in there is what we're targeting. Really? Yeah, middle beginning of October to middle of October. So yeah. like three weeks from Yeah, now? three to four weeks. Yeah, we're blasting away on it right now. Good it's cool. You, it's shaped buddy. like a baseball diamond, so we don't have to shoot into corners anymore, which TK is super pumped about. Good so Yeah. Got a lathe and a CNC machine. Going to cut out some stuff and have some cool RGB backlit walls and stuff like that. I'm really pumped about it. Air so. conditioning? Air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> we hope it's better than the one we have here. That's for sure. No, I'm excited for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Signal Fire puts out great content. So for sure, um, you know, check out their new studio. Are you going to do like tours? Our new studio. Yeah, I think we might do a little grand opening, a little VBC mixer or something over yeah, there. I like it. Yeah, that'd be sick. Have some uh, non alcoholic champagne or something. You know what? I got an idea. We'll mm-hmm. talk offline. Okay. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of Signal Fire Radio. That's the Port City Attorney, Brandon Pettyjohn. That's Chris Bradley, the Cape Fear Investigator, or TBD. I'm your co-host, Rob Renz. And until next time, go out, feed your mind, strengthen your body, enrich your spirit, and grow your tribe, and go be a signal fire in your community. We will talk to you in a couple weeks. Thank you.